Welcome to the Photo Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gagne, and on today's podcast, I speak with photographer Mark Hartman, who has worked with clients such as the New York Times, Esquire, Dwell, and Nike, to name a few. In this interview, I speak to Mark about his approach to portraiture, some of his travels to countries such as India and Japan, and I also speak to him about his portrait series that he shot on Coney Island. I've been following Mark's work for years, so I was really excited to get a chance to speak with him. So I hope you enjoy it, and thanks so much for listening. All right, well, Mark Hartman, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, long time coming. Uh, excited to have you on here and talk about all your work. I've uh, been following it for years, so I can't thank you enough for taking the time, man. Oh, thanks a lot, man. It's been uh, it's Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. I guess I was just kind of curious, like, what have you been working on lately, man? Um, what have I been working on lately? Mostly editorial stuff, you know, and then just kind of prepping, just finishing up a couple projects oh, and yeah. uh, looking, to, looking to start some other stuff, you know, sort of mostly just doing research right now. Oh, really? This kind of research and finding what your next project might be? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's it, it, you feel like it kind of takes you a while to kind of find a new project for me i feel like i kind of just like stumble on them sometimes do you feel like that some way sometimes i feel like that's the most natural way and that's pretty much how i've have done it in the past um i kind of started with a basic interest and then kind of mm. and then sort of stumbled upon it in a more natural way but yeah 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 definitely because i know I've, I've tried to like force i had a project earlier this year i tried to talk i talked about before and i was trying to like force it and this it, it just didn't work so i kind of just moved on to the next thing yeah. you know yeah, it's gotta be natural, and I think it's gotta it's gotta be interesting to you, you know. I mean, like on an authentic level. I think otherwise, it just it's it's uh, it just doesn't work. It's it's obvious to people too, you know. If you're not, the passion's not there. Yeah, definitely for sure. And I guess um, to go back, like, um, where did you grow up, and how did you kind of get into photography initially? Um, I grew up uh, skateboarding um, in Boston. Uh, and that's kind of how we know some of the same people. It's kind of funny. We we have a lot of sim- similar similar friends. Yeah, definitely. I, ne- grew up in, I, I never met you before, but yeah, I've heard, I've heard your name from so many of my friends. They're like, oh, you got you got to interview Mark. You got to interview Mark. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's weird we never met. Nah. Um. So yeah, so I grew up in Boston, um, and I started like you know photographing my friends skateboarding, hmm. um, mostly like in like high school. And when I discovered photography, it was basically like an instant obsession. Yeah. So it was the first thing that like really like captured like my, my whole attention, mm-hmm. you know? So, so I, and then my, my photography teacher at the time was like, she's like, I think you like might have, um, you might have like, you might have some success at this, or I think it's like a, it's worthwhile to pursue. Yeah. And you seem to be really passionate about it and love it. So you know, she kind of, she encouraged me, uh, to, to make, to go to school. And then I went to RIT, oh, wow. um, Rochester Institute of Technology. Mm. Um, but I really, I really got into photography probably like my, my junior and senior year of high school. So it's kind of, kind of a little bit late. Okay. And you remember kind of the first camera you were shooting when you were shooting skating? What were you kind of using back then? I was shooting a Nikon, an old Nikon, I think an F5 and then an F100 probably. Yeah. That's 35 cool. millimeter. That's cool. Did, and were you just kind of looking at all the old skate mags back there, like Thrasher and Transworld, and just trying to kind of shoot like that? Type yeah, of thing? I mean, it, of course. I mean, it was hard to not be like influenced by that, you know. Um, just seeing, seeing those photos. Um, I mean, yeah, it was just I was pretty inspired by seeing that stuff, and then just like just looking. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of good. <laughs> there's a lot of good skate photographers back then. I always enjoyed Slap Magazine. It was one of the skate mags. It was a little like smaller, but it was more kind of an artistic vibe. And they would do like cool portraits, but then they'd also shoot the skating. And it was always they'd always do like really creative stuff, like try like weird like infrared films and all different types of stuff, you know. Yeah, totally. That was a good one. I was I was definitely into Slap. I I definitely had a um, subscription to that one. Yeah, for sure. And I guess like. Um, how did you kind of decide on RIT and like, once you got there, what were you kind of shooting while you're in college? Um, so I decided on RIT just cause it was a really good photo school. Um, 
and uh, I, yeah, I was originally trying to decide whether I wanted to get into directing and film or photography, mm. and I ended up deciding to do the photo. And I just heard about RIT, and it, it seemed like a really good school, so yeah. I went. Um, at school, I was uh, I was kind of all over the place. I was kind of discovering things. You know, I, it was it was helpful in the sense that I did a lot of things that I like I wasn't into. So mm-hmm. I was kind of trying different things. Yeah. But it it was always sort of the same. Um, like the photos that re- were really successful are are similar to the kind of vibe of the photos I shoot now. Yeah. More kind of more kind of humanistic and. I was going into like um I would I would literally like go through the phone book and I would like find like a, a taxidermist and I would like I'd be like, Hey, can I come like come by and like hang out for a couple hours? <laughs> and then I would like and like end up like photographing the guy. So sort of like, you know, just like um just like just interest in like things that are were sort of unfamiliar to me. Yeah. Um so yeah, so and like just kind of real people interested in real people and telling stories. Mm. That's always been interesting to me. Yeah. Um, were there like some photographers stuff, work that you like were looking at back then, even when you're in school that you kind of like admired or anything like that? Yeah. It's so many, man. <laughs> um, like my favorite photographers. Is that the question you're asking me? Or, or I guess just at the time. Yeah. Just at the time. Cause I know for me when I was in uh, school, I found it kind of useful. I remember like trying to like mimic the work of like so many people like Platon or like Avedon and like looking back on it, I feel like it was almost like a good exercise to kind of like almost like copy their work in a sense that kind of you figure out what you want and then eventually you kind of figure out your own style. But I know for me, I, I was always looking at different guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would say, uh, you know, I, there's a lot, but for two, I would say Diana Arbus for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, just her her curiosity of people. Yeah. You know, I, I, I definitely have that same curiosity. I like to kind of, you know, connect with people and, you know, share share with them and kind of learn what I can from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Diana Arbus for sure. And I would also say uh, Larry Sultan was a big one. Oh, yeah. Um, like he... I think around that time, just before he did that, he did the pictures in the valley, the porn photos, mm-hmm. and then I and then I, had, I was also really into the photos of his parents. Yep. There was just so, something something like really, uh, it's hard to put into words, but um, it, they both of those photographers had that kind of similar curiosity, you know, mm-hmm. just about about humanity and about origins and about just like um, just the human experience. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I, I I I like looking at your work, and even like it's I, it's interesting because it's like just like people you kind of get a glimpse into their life that you normally don't see. Because like with a lot of times with portraiture, not everybody, but a lot of portrait you see in magazines, it's like celebrities. And for me, it's like really not that interesting to be honest. Because it's like when you see a celebrity portrait, you already have like preconceived notion of who they are and what they've done. But when you see a cool portrait of someone you've never seen before, you kind of, you can kind of create your own story just looking at it, you know? Yeah, I think so too. I also think that like, um, real people, you can, it's more of a collaboration, Mm. you know? I think that there's like, it's more limited with a celebrity because they have a certain, uh, image they want to project to the world. Yeah. So. Yeah, and with like this, some random person you're finding, do you feel like, because even like the one series you did, I think on Coney Island, where you're just approaching people on the beach, um, do you find it's just like, for them, it can be almost kind of exciting. It's like an experience for them because they're not normally getting photographed, you know? I mean, that's what I try to, that's what, that's how I tried to approach it, you know? Mm-hmm. I would kind of look, yeah, I would basically walk the beach and look for people who I had kind of a connection with or spark with. Mm. And then just kind of talk with, then kind of talk with them, and you know, make it make it into a collaboration, make it fun, you know, for for me too. Yeah, because that's the thing. That's the thing. I think as a photographer, um, or at least for me, uh, my feelings or how I'm feeling at the time is becomes very uh, transparent in the images. Mm. So, like, if I'm not if I'm not feeling connected, if I'm not uh, feeling good. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, or I'm feeling like depressed or whatever. It's comes, it definitely comes across in the images, Yeah. you know? So, uh, I would do, I would make like a real effort to kind of like just completely like for those, for those photos, for example. And yeah, I really try to just get out, get out of my own way, get yeah. out of my own head and just try to connect with people and make it about, make it about the connection mm-hmm. and make it about, um, 
you know, make it about the collaboration. And have you always been, and make it, have you always been like comfortable, like approaching this random people on the street to take their picture? Is that something you've always been comfortable with? And, or have you feel like you've kind of gotten better at it, just communicating with people the longer you've done it? Um, yes and no. I think like, um, I've always been able to connect with people. Yeah. There's definitely like, I ha you know, that's something like, that's one of my like stronger suits. Yeah. But at the same time at when I was younger, I definitely had a fear of people also. Yeah. And I would get self-conscious talking to people, you know, uh, the thing is, you know, like, uh, so it, I, I, I did it like almost like a practice. Yeah. I would, I would try to like force myself to talk to people, you mm. know, like what I was telling you in school, I would like basically force my, I would like hit up random people in the phone book that sound, that seemed like they had interesting jobs. And I would like, I would just like go meet, meet up with them. Oh, yeah. Or like I, I was, I went to like this, uh, this like nursing home in uh, Rochester. That was, that was like pretty, pretty, pretty interesting place. And there was a lot of interesting people there. Nice. And I, and I would just like, and I would just go and like talk to people there. And so it was almost like initially getting over my fear of, of, uh, people i think yeah i think it's like a good challenge like i've done similar things and it's like it, it's like for me it's like you you challenge yourself because you might be nervous to like reach out to this person that you don't know and try to like build this weird like relationship to take their picture and i know times where i've kind of like i've kind of like wimped out and like i didn't do it and then after the fact i felt like i felt this i felt bad because i just like was like defeated so I think for me, it's like, it's, it's like a challenge to like, you're, you're feeling uncomfortable, but to kind of get over it and this kind of, you get better at it, you know? A hundred percent, you know? And it's like, I, I've, I've been there, I've been there too. And, uh, it's just interesting because, you know, people are very sensitive. We don't really give people enough credit in that, in that regard. Mm. And like, if you're, if you're coming up to somebody and you're nervous or you're like, uh, you know, there's some hesitation, people pick up on that, you know? Yeah. People pick up on a lot of our, 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 our cues, you know? Yeah. So it's like, so it's like, uh, I've just found if I could just get out of my, get out of my way completely and just connect with people right away. Mm -hmm. just, like it sounds, it sounds really corny, but like to connect with people just like on a heart level, Yeah. you know, and then that, then you, I think you can get something more interesting. Yeah, you know? definitely. And I think the thing you learn as a portrait photographer, at least for me, like, I don't know about you is like is like not to have like preconceived notions on people because you could like look at a guy this on the street and be like oh that guy looks like a tough guy he might be mean or something but in reality a lot of times you go talk to that person probably the nicest guy you might meet or something that day you know totally yeah totally people will definitely surprise you you know and i love i love that you know mm -hmm. i love just seeing um yeah, I love seeing this, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I guess when you're at RAT, um, did you kind of have, like, a goal in mind of, like, what you wanted to do after the fact? Because, I mean, looking at your work now, you do some really cool editorial stuff. Um, did you kind of, were you even thinking about that back then, really? Um, I was, but I was also, like, pretty, like, you know, naive to, like, what I was, what the reality of, the reality of the situation, you know, going into New York and how, and how hard it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I had a, I had like a general idea of what I wanted to do. I, I knew I wanted to do portraits. I knew I wanted to do travel. I knew I wanted to do like kind of documentary portraiture mm. and, and, uh, you know, kind of somewhere in between documentary and, and fine art. That's what's always been interesting to me. Yeah. You know? So once you got out of RAT, what was kind of your first step? I know you kind of mentioned New York city. Was that, did you always kind of envision yourself living there? What was kind of your next step once you got out of RIT, I guess? I had a, we were, I was in a graduating class with a bunch of pretty good photographers. I think you've interviewed like Chad Griffith. He was one of my, one of my people in my year. Oh yeah. Um, so I graduated the same year as um, people like Chad Griffith, yep. Michael Turk, Michael Turk, you know, Stephen Brahms, a, a bunch of a bunch of people, and we had kind of all we had all kind of uh, spoke about moving to New York mm -hmm. together. So we kind of all moved to, at around the same time. We're just kind of figuring it out, you know, on our own pace. Yeah, that's cool. And I guess once you kind of got to New York, where you kind of did you do any assisting, or did you kind of just get straight into shooting, or what was kind of your next step? I guess. I did. So I, I, I did some assisting. I was never like a great assistant, you know, so I did some assisting. I did a lot of ra like random jobs, you know, mm -hmm. I did a lot of just kind of things to kind of get by. Yeah. And then I think around like, you know, around 27 
age 27, I started getting more like editorial work and started like producing more personal, personal projects. You know, that was like, I, I realized quickly that, you know, the type of photography that I was doing and the type of photography I was interested in that, um, my work would always be informed by the personal work that I'd produce mm. and that in order to do the work that I wanted to do, it was going to take a little bit of like, um, in a way like a sacrifice, you know, like I'd have to like put my money up to like produce stuff that I'm interested in to show people that this is what I do. And, um, you know, hire me, try to get work, try to get, try to get work from it, but also just like make photos that I was interested in making. It's always been about, you know, it's always been about that for me and it's always been about the passion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what what was kind of like because like looking at your work it seems like a large part of it it seems like you enjoy travel and obviously the portraiture was that what were you was that where you're kind of trying to build like a, a portfolio of like travel projects and portraits pretty much completely yeah completely and just and i just wanted to start working on yeah just focusing on projects and really like mm. just figuring out what i wanted to shoot and then I guess once you kind of had that first portfolio, how did you kind of start getting your work out there? Like, how are you kind of marketing yourself and kind of getting your work seen initially? Man, I'm still figuring that out. But <laughs> I think it's, I think it's, I think uh, the most success I've had uh, is always meetings. I meet well, you know, face to face. So mm -hmm. I just like, I like, I, like, I just like, I, I've always found that to be the most um, successful way. So yeah. I would just kind of email people, email people and meet them uh, face to face and, you know, early on, people gave me some chances, and that's sort of how the ball started rolling. Yeah, definitely, it's just a personal business. I think I'm the same way. I, I don't, I don't think I've, every job I've got is basically from like meeting someone in person or having some like real relationship with them. Not, I, I've never really done too much of like the email blasting or any of that stuff, really. You know. Yeah, I've never, I've never either. Um, I've always, yeah, I think meeting people because they can then match a face to the mm -hmm. work. I think I think that's like that's important, you know. And a lot of times when you meet with these photo editors, they're they're all friends with other photo editors, and they might be like, "Hey, you should talk to my other friend at this magazine because I think your work might work there." I've had that happen before, you know. Yeah, totally. And like, uh, do you remember kind of some of the first assignments you got when you first started out? Um, yeah, I started shooting for like the Village Voice, mm. um, early on Village Voice and like Trace Magazine and, um, what are the other ones? Uh, Mass Appeal. Oh, cool. That was a cool magazine. Yeah, it was cool, man. So I, I shot a couple of things for them early on. Nice. Were they kind of just having um, you shoot portraits or any like assignments to kind of stick out in mind for you? It was all portraits, yeah. It was all the, they were sending me to shoot, like, interesting people, portraits. Mm. And it did kind of take you a while to get used to, like, working on assignments and working for a client and things like that. Um, was it a little different from working um, on, your, on your personal yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yes and no. I think it took me longer to realize that people were, like, hiring me for the pictures that I made already. Yeah. So just feeling comfortable, feeling comfortable enough to deliver, like, photos that I would be happy with, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah like, and that, that I would make anyway, you know? Because people really hire you for your photos mm -hmm. anyway, so. Yeah, I think that's like. Sometimes, the, sometimes, you for, sometimes you forget that, you know. Either like, oh, maybe they want something else. Or, yeah, I did that. I used to double double check myself because it's like, oh, like, is, is this what they want? Like, should I try something else? And then it's just like, then it just becomes this like muttered crap, you know. <laughs> like. Um, yeah, it's got to be authentic. It's got to be authentic, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh. You know, we were talking about it earlier, but the one project I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about um, was your your Coney Island project. Um, how did that sure. How did that kind of come about, and what was kind of your initial goal with working on that project? Um. Yeah. Uh, so I it came about because I've always been wanting to shoot Coney Island, like for like ten years, mm -hmm. um, and and I've been wanting to shoot a New York project. And, but, but also make it not look like it was shot in New York. Okay. Like that was like, so I just sort of set my, set like a kind of perimeter for myself to like make photos there um, that had nothing to do with the place and more about like this kind of like people. Uh, certain like, th yeah, just about the people, about like certain things I was thinking about and going through at the time that kind of became like, you know, really cathartic to go there like every day. Yeah. And that, that, that became kind of like uh, sort of healing, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was, and it was also, I, I, I really, I really made, uh, made it a discipline to go every day. So I'd go like every afternoon 
Wow, that's pretty um, amazing. How how every day for like how long did you go there for? I mean, I missed a few days, but probably like at least two months. Oh know? wow, that's so, a that's amazing. Yeah. And do you feel like the 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 longer the photos towards the end? Do you feel like they're stronger than the the like the first couple of days, or do you feel like you kind of got stronger the more you kind of started kept working on it? Um, for sure, man. Yeah, I mean, you 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 sort of figure out what works and what doesn't work and kind of as, as you go along, you're kind of telling a story that doesn't really have a very linear, it's not a linear story, mm. but you can kind of tell, you can kind of tell your own story and then also use, tell other people's story because it's sort of a universal story. Yeah. So that's how I kind of think about it, you know, like kind of like just, I would kind of imagine like images in my head or like think about certain emotions. I would try to like, want to like um, illustrate so it's sort of abstract and that's kind of always how I've worked. It's more like just really intuitive. Mm. I, um, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't do a lot of research. I don't do a lot of research usually on projects yeah. before. Um, I just have to sort of feel it out. And then I, as I go, I sort of understand what it's more about. For me, it's really about doing and just kind of like throwing myself into it. And the other thing is, uh, yeah, for me going every day was like, was really, uh, important, you know? And, uh, I think I'm going to shoot another year or two. Oh wow! And really, just dedicate dedicate myself to going every day, and just kind of cut out all the other distractions, and just like really put my energy into uh, into just kind of wrapping it up. Mm. And um, yeah, that's like that's one thing I always ask people: like, how do you know when a project's done? It's hard, you know what I mean? Because even me, like projects I've done in the past, I'm like sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I should go back and shoot some more because it could be better. It's like it's like how do you know when to move on to the next thing? You know? Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out too. Yeah. Um, so like I shot, I started shooting that in 2006 and shot a lot the first year. And then 2017, 2018, I shot, but I didn't, I shot a lot less. Mm -hmm. I was a lot less consistent, a lot less consistent. Yeah. Um, now, now that I have a little bit of space from the project, um, there's certain things that I want to go deeper into. Um, so I want to kind of produce like the last chapter, you know, and figure out what that, what that means or what that looks like. What, you know? is, what is it that when you say you want to go deeper, what is it you're hoping to um, work on in particular, you think? Um, I think just um, making a little bit more like abstract images that kind of are a little bit more visceral, like sort of atmospheric. Mm. Um, and just also continue what I'm doing, you know, just keep going, doing what I'm doing, but also just take some more chances. Yeah. No, um, that's yeah it's a little it's a, that's a little abstract but no no nah, nah. i like it man it's exciting uh cool what do you think from going to coney island so much is there anything you kind of learned about coney island from spending so much time there like what do you kind of enjoy about it you think because it is such a unique place i went there a couple months ago uh, my car broke down there so it's kind of interesting to walk around even during the winter was pretty interesting um, yeah, I think it's, it's just a, it's just a fascinating place with like so much history, you know, so much cool, like, um, history. And, um, I, and I just like that, you know, everyday people would go there and a lot of immigrants were, were, were like, that's the beach they went to. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the kind of the first beach they would go in experience in New York. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just not, it's not a, there's no snobbiness. It's just very like it's just very like open and kind of like honky tonk too, which yeah. I, I really I honestly attracted to. So yeah, for sure. A lot of characters. It's, yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting place for sure. And just like, um, it's just, it's just a totally uh, unique place in New York. The energy is totally different mm, for sure. And, um, with that project where you shooting at, was that all on film or what was kind of, uh, your... that was, that was all, all digital. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So for me, it was like I wanted to shoot a lot and I wanted people to take like endless photos and, you know, not worry about money. And then I also wanted like the immediacy of it, mm -hmm. like to like go home, look at the photos and then figure out, OK, I have this now. Where where do I need to go? Mm. You know, and slowly like build it. That was that was how that was how it worked for me. Interesting. For some reason, I thought they were shot on film. They look they look really good because I think did, Thanks, you, man. did you used to shoot Hasselblad a lot? Yeah, yeah, I did. So I used I I was using um, 
I was using my Pentax 645Z with a with a film lens, which is really weird. I was yeah. using a Hasselblad lens on it. <laughs> so I got a, I got an adapter, and that was kind of a way that I figured out how to sort of transition my aesthetic from film into the digital and keep it kind of consistent for what I, what, with what I already had. Yeah, because that's like... So one, you use it... What were you going to say? Go ahead, sorry. Because like one thing I was going to ask is like, um, did it kind of take you a while to fil- find your like photographic voice or aesthetic, kind of the style in which you shoot? Because I know... I, for a lot of times people struggle to find find their unique voice you know i think i always had a voice but it was more about just take like just get just because i'm still kind of trying figuring it out but i've always i think even when i started it's been it's been the same you know it's been like kind of humorous it's been like humanist humanist humanistic mm-hmm. and uh it's always been the same it's just developed so it's like it's i'm still and i'm still developing that voice and like figuring out you know what i want to focus on and in this so i think it, it seems like in style it seems like you enjoy natural light primarily is kind of how you like to shoot if you can pretty much i do um i also want to switch it up you know I'm, I'm like i'm like starting to feel like i want to do some stuff with strobes okay lately that's exciting but um mo- mostly natural light yeah i think like learning i think just photographing natural light you can learn a lot about the the way light works mm-hmm. um and how and what looks good and and uh you know how to shoot a portrait and how to kind of capture different moods mm. and when you're shooting all those portraits uh how much time are you generally spending with those people is it like usually pretty quick are you shooting like spending uh, like 10 minutes with them or how did you kind of usually approach uh, the coney island stuff yeah it varies um sometimes it'd be super quick i would just introduce myself to somebody mm. tell them what i was doing um, try to get them like really comfortable, like in an instant and then just start photographing. Other times I would have a longer, longer kind of conversation with people. Yeah. Um, and then like make it, make it more into like a collaboration and kind of like, you know, it takes more time. So I don't know anywhere from like, like, I don't know, a few minutes to like 20 minutes or something like that. Mm. No, that's cool. And you know, another project I was interested in talking to you about, you did a interesting motion piece, I think for the New York times, where I think it was with the Zizan Sari, the comedian. I think you guys traveled. I believe it was India, correct? Yeah, we went. To, I went to India. That was a weird project. <laughs> yeah, because like, how did that come about? Like, where had you been doing a lot of motion work when that popped up, or what was that all about? I did one video for uh, Vogue, and then and then uh, you know I think this was right after Christmas time, and they and they and New York Times T Magazine hit me up, and they said, Hey, do you want to go to India to? Sh- photograph disease i'm sorry and i was like sure that sounds great um yeah it was it was it was an interesting project i wish it i wish that one could have been actually a lot cooler it was was a little bit logistically difficult honestly how so you just didn't get a lot of time or i didn't get a lot of time i didn't get to shoot the time i wanted to um i had to shoot like high noon and then um we were supposed to meet the day before to discuss the um the plans of the shoot and that that fell through so it was very last. It was like very last minute. Um, it was a challenging one. Yeah. I gotta say, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't what I expected for sure. Yeah, it's that's kind of the tough thing with editorials. Sometimes you can have your all your plans in mind of what you want to do, but then it's all just kind of dependent on so many different factors, you know. Yeah, for sure. And sure. with like uh, with the motion stuff, is that something you like doing? You want to do more of? Is you feel like I want to do a lot more of it? Yeah, I, I mean, I I love I love film, and I love I really want to get into dire- directing. That's like that's kind of always been my desire. Um, I love film, I love directing, and that's kind of sort of how I see I see moving images. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's sort of a natural progression for me. So. Mm-hmm. What that's the, that's the that's the way I really eventually want to go. You know, I I think I want to. I've I've always been fascinated with documentaries. That's you know that's like probably my um, the genre I'm most interested in. Uh, mm. But also, I'd love to, I'd love to like direct you know other things, and um, I'm trying to get into that more. Yeah, because with like I've had this conversation with a lot of photographers. Um, do you feel like? to be like a working photographer now nowadays you feel like you have to like be able to have that skill set as well to be able to do motion work um do you is that part of the driving force like or is it just more out of your pure interest for it because i've talked to so many people they're like oh yeah you got to be doing motion now if you want to be able to like keep doing this you know 
I think it's definitely transitioning that way. You know, I think people, particularly ad clients that I've that I've they've reached out to me, they're looking for a lot of a lot of. I mean, not every project, but a lot of projects are looking for somebody that can do stills as well as video. Mm-hmm. So I think like learning learning how to do video um, is pretty pretty important. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's it's because like if you even look, I saw on the the cover of Vanity Fair this month. They hired a uh, director and cinematographer, and the 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 stills were this taken out of like I think they shot on a red camera or something. And yeah, went, they they're doing the doing the virtual covers. Yeah, these are these are big now in the Condé Nast stuff. Yeah, because it's it's just I don't know if that's the way it's gonna keep going, but it was kind of interesting to see that, and I'm like, oh shit, man. <laughs> I <was> like, yeah, <laughs> I think I I think they're trying to figure it out. I think everybody's trying to figure it out with all the technology and the way things are moving and how fast everything's moving. People are just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, who know who knows what that's gonna look like in five years? You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, that's, um, that's one thing. Because editorial, I'm like, I'm like, I mean, I've doing, been doing this ten years, but I'm like, where is magazines going to be in ten years from now? Because you look at like so many magazines. I know Outside Magazine, they used to do twelve issues. Now they do eight. Rolling Stone used to do two issues a month. Now they just do one a month. And it's like, I'm like, I'm always thinking like, man, where are photographers going to be in ten years? You know what I mean? Replaced by robots. Hopefully not, man. We're yeah. gonna AI. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 who, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I think I think the magazines are honestly trying to just uh, just stay on their toes and figure it out too. I think we're all trying to figure it out where everything's going. Yeah, it's just, I, I, yeah, it's a, it's a strange time for sure. Yeah, it's just gotta adapt and keep shooting, and I don't know, just look for new ways to uh, tell your stories. I guess be it. More. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, that's what it's that's what it's about. I think it's like I think that's really like what it's about, and just trying to figure. You know, just kind of be ahead of the times and try to figure out where things are going. Mm. And you know, I was interested in talking to you about. It. it seems like you've you've shot a good amount in India. Um, how, how's your experience been traveling there? It seems like such an interesting place. I've never been, but I've always just looked at the photos, and it this looks like such a a pretty amazing place. Um, yeah, I, lo- I po- India is very polarizing. You know, people either love India or hate it. Um, for me. Uh, I was always been super drawn to India since I was a kid. I was like, I've always been wanting to go to India. I was telling my parents when I was a kid that I was going to go to India. So, um, and they're like, why do you want to go there? That doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> I've always, I, yeah, I've always wanted to go there. Um, you know, fascinated with, um, the history and the spirituality aspects and a lot of different, a lot of different things. There's a lot so, of, a lot of colors. There's a lot of really cool colors. Like in the, I think it was one project did, I think yeah. it was in, in India, the, uh, the Nyang Warrior was that in India? Yeah, the yeah the Nahang the Sikh Warriors. Yeah, that so that was in India, mostly in the Punjab region mm. of India. Um, yeah, so I I had always that was a project that sort of came about. Um, I I just kind of always been into like warrior aesthetic stuff, um, and uh, I was always kind of interested in in uh, in these guys in the Nahang Sikhs, and I wanted to learn more about them. Mm. so i just i just kind of went there on a whim you know i didn't know anyone and i just went there and ended up going to like hola muhala which is like a festival they have every year in march um they demonstrate like martial uh arts and horseback riding and spiritual aspects chanting and uh different parts of uh spirituality um so i just kind of went and uh things just were like kind of really open opened up for me and I sort of met kind of the right people and um and things yeah things uh, things went really smoothly and well so it was it was it was cool that's pretty amazing like you didn't really have any contact with them before going there you just kind of like showed up and like just try to figure out how you're going to make it work pretty much literally no literally no contact and then I would just I just started meeting like the right people it's yeah. like very I ended up meeting like very honest people you know, I, I went to that, I went to that, um, Hola Mohala, the festival, and I, I met, um, this saint who is a uh, soldier saint warrior, and he was, like, he's, you know, he's just an amazing, amazing person, mm. and I ended up meeting him, like, the first time I went, you okay. know, which is, which is, which is pretty cool, and, like, he's always, he's been kind of, like, a very helpful person to me in India. Mm. Yeah, the yeah the photos came out amazing. Like on the series on your website, is that all from one trip, or is it multiple trips you kind of worked on that project? 
there are a few trips to be honest like that that whole uh that project is a, it's just an excuse to go to India. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but it's also i mean my desire was always i wanted to make an historical document of these guys um there was i didn't i didn't i saw these old photos that were taken i think like in the 1920s or something of the nahang Sikhs, yeah. and i thought they were really be- they're really beautiful so i was like look there's no uh modern account of these guys you know i didn't really see photos that i that i liked a lot of, of them so i was like i want to go with the with the intent of making a book project mm. and, and and making it about a historical document you know that that's why some of the photos are a little bit more formal than my other stuff yeah um it's it's definitely intentional um but yeah i mean for for, for me india has always been like yes like going to like make photos and be creative but it's also it's also a certain sort of a spiritual purpose for me, mm-hmm. I think. Also, yeah, it seemed pretty amazing, and I need to get out there. It doesn't seem like yeah, there's you, anything you else go, like man. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, any 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 anything goes. You know, it's fun. You could just you could be in India and start digging like a ten foot hole in the street. Nobody's gonna care. Yeah, the photos are great. Um, the photos are great because the portraits you can tell this from. They just seem like really proud. They're this like they're, you can tell that they're like proud to be having their picture taken. It seems. Yeah, I think, uh, not all, but I think people in India like having their picture taken. Um, so, well, yeah, what I was saying is, I think people in India do like to having their picture taken. It's mm. a little bit different. Interesting. Um, yeah. And uh, what is it? what do you think it is about the travel stuff that, that you enjoy so much? Because, look, you've traveled pretty extensively. You've been to India, Japan, Iceland, uh, a bunch of other places on your website. What is it that you think you enjoy about th- that type of work? You know, just a desire to get, um, be around things I'm unfamiliar with, mm. you know, just, I, I think that's, that's like probably the first like instinct mm. just to like be around cultures and be around things I'm unfamiliar with and learn, you know, it's for me, it's like a learning experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just love seeing how different people like live around different parts of the world. I think it's, I think that's fascinating. Yeah. How was your experience? You did a cool project, I think for Rap City, you went to Japan. Oh yeah, so J- Japan. I um, yeah, I went for Rhapsody. I, I I did a project on the Nakasendo Trail in Nagano, Japan. Yeah. So that was like basically a, a, a trade route. Um, so you go through all these like very old towns, and you stay in these uh, ryokans, like these kind of traditional Japanese inns with the tatami mat floors. Yeah. Um, that that was that was really cool. Um, so I, I I ended up, I think uh, I pitched. I might have pitched that, mm. or I pitched that I was going to Japan, and then it kind of sort of came together a lot of magazines i'm finding are, are very responsive to pitches okay the past few years so that was that that sort of just came came out of uh me saying i want i wanted to go to japan and kind of doing some research mm. and uh i think the writer had the idea of doing the doing the, doing the story wow so like, I, so when you pitch that was that your initial idea or is more more broad in the sense you like you said you just wanted to go to japan <laughs> It was more broad, um, but I was I was looking at that area, yeah. and then I think the right the writer came up with this idea, and then it, it kind of just came came out of that. No, it came out cool, and with like the pitching stuff, uh, when you're doing that, what's your approach? Is it uh, you just kind of send like a short email of what you want to do, or will you send like photo examples to an editor? Or how do you kind of approach when you kind of pitch an idea to an editor? I guess mostly it's just like a paragraph of like um my intent mm-hmm. of what i want to do yeah um yeah but i'm finding more and more people and more editors want pitches yeah definitely like a lot a lot more i did just uh my first time ever this year i shot two projects just for myself and then i just i sent them to magazines and luckily they're going to get published and i've been trying to do more of it because it's like what I found is like, like you said, like those magazines are always looking for new ideas because uh, they they just need new stuff to cover, and it, it kind of makes their job easier when people present stuff to them, you know. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, for sure. And like, what was it hurt? Like, you might as well just try it, throw it out there, maybe, and then you can go to Japan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you have you're doing something that you're interested in. Mm. Um, yeah, and that and that's and that's 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 the best case scenario, you know. Yeah, definitely. 
and uh, what what's next on the horizon for you? Any uh, places you want to travel to? Anything that's on the on the on the list of where you want to go next? I guess. Yeah, I yeah, there is. Um, I have some stuff I can't really talk about, but then I'm going <laughs> to um, I'm going to Africa next month, which is really exciting. Wow. Um, in in Zambia, I'm doing uh, some work with actually like um, I think like yeah like the. the it's interesting. I feel like, um, the times we're in now, I feel like there are, there are opportunities and jobs out there, but I think you just have to be a little more creative about how you go about it. Mm -hmm. So for, for example, I'm going to, I'm working with, um, I'm actually working with an NGO next month. Okay. Um, and basically just doing volunteer work and then also volunteering my photographic services. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, I basically just said, I'm going to find basically go with you guys, take photos that I feel passionate about that, that will kind of bring about awareness, um, to the cause and generate revenue and just awareness mm. for the, um, organization, organization. Cause they do a lot of, they go to di uh, different places and build wells and, uh, do relief work and, um, basically help, uh, a lot of different causes, um, refugee camps, et cetera. Wow. Um, and that was like, you kind of reached out them to do that or th was that something they kind of, yeah, we, I, I reached out to them, but we, we kind of, we, we were been talking kind of back and forth for about a year now. Mm -hmm. And then I reached out to them and sort of proposed that, um, because I, I wanted to go to Africa and produce some work and I've always been interested in it mm -hmm. and going. And, um, and this is sort of like a way to produce work as well as kind of do some service work in the world mm. and then also kind of like use my images for something that I feel like is a, like a positive thing. You know, it's not, it's not just like, um, so not just like, uh, your own thing. Yeah. Cause that's, I think it's smart. Cause the one thing I've always kind of like with photography, I've almost just felt like I, I kind of feel guilty in a sense. Cause it's just like, it, for me, it almost feels like kind of like a selfish uh, job because it's all about you, you, yourself, always promoting yourself. And I think it's cool you kind of found a way to like hopefully um, you can use your photos to help them out and do something positive rather than just like shoot this project to find the next ad client or next editorial, you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. Um, and with that, when you're shooting it for them, uh, you're going to give them the photos. Um, will you be able to try to use those photos and publish them somewhere or, or is it pretty much you'll just kind of give it to them? And yeah. So, so essentially like the verbal agreement that we're going to sign a contract on was basically, I'm going to make, I'm going to go there, kind of feel it out, figure out what I want to photograph. Mm. And then I'm going to photograph that. Mm. Like, I, I, I don't want to go and kind of photograph poor people and um, like, you know, like the stereotypical like NGO, yeah. um, kind of like outsider perspective of like, you know, people suffering. I, mm. I don't find that very inspiring. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I'd rather, you know, connect with people and kind of like make it more like human, yep. you know, and make it more about the connection, not like, like looking down on somebody, like more like looking at this person that can equal and kind of yeah. photographing them with like, with like dignity. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, I, I, that that was the whole idea. I just basically said I'm gonna go make photos that I'm interested in. Mm. I'll give you the photos, um, but they'll be mine. I, I can do whatever I want. Mm. I think so. I'm basically photographing photos I want to shoot anyway. Yeah. But keeping in mind, and but just keeping in mind that I'm doing it to bring awareness uh, to the organization yeah. and just to the to the co to the to the actual cause, you know. Mm. And no, that's smart, man. And how much time will you uh, be spending there? shooting so i'm doing like 10 days in uh zambia and then what i'll do and i'm in the process of doing now is like i find when i go somewhere what i'll always do is i'll just kind of let magazines um know that i'm going there mm -hmm. so I'll just kind of put my feelers out and oftentimes like even in india when i started going to india people like for some reason saw me as like the india guy so yeah. i started getting like these jobs and jobs in india which is which is great for yeah. me like i love being in india so yeah. Um, so yeah, so what I'll do now is I'll just sort of pitch, um, to magazines, uh, that I'm going there and then kind of start researching and, and seeing what I want to shoot, mm. um, there and look, just look for stories. Yep. And oftentimes that kind of works out, you know, I, I definitely, 
recommend that other photographers do that. It seems it's in the past. It's, it has worked out for me really well. So yeah, just make that, make the extra effort and you don't know uh, what could come of it, you know, for sure. And, uh, you know, being that this like business photography is like so competitive. Um, what do you think is like the key to kind of standing out, getting your work out there and being seen, like what kind of keeps you going? Um, because as you know, especially where you live in New York, there's so many amazing photographers it's so competitive and just keeps getting more competitive by the day. Um, what do you think it is that you do to kind of keep getting your work out there, being seen and, uh, kind of being remembered i guess you know i think just sticking sticking to your um you know sticking to your vision and staying true to your vision mm. as well as just like um you know just just being authentic you know yeah. and just photographing what you want to photograph i feel like that's you know that's so key mm. because like i was saying in the beginning of our conversation i feel like that's just very transparent you know yeah uh people I, I do think there's, there's opportunities, but I do think like, I think there's more opportunities for people that are being authentic to their vision and doing what they really want to do. Mm. Um, I think, you know, th there is so much competition and there is like, a, um, there is like kind of a instinct to kind of follow what other people are doing or follow a certain aesthetic that other people are doing. You see these kind of trends in, in photography and people start shooting kind of in the same way. Yep. Um, Cause they're like, Oh, this is kind of maybe how I'll get work. Yeah. And I think, I think maybe that would work short term, mm -hmm. but doesn't really work long term. I think a strong vision is, 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 uh, is what is going to be, uh, give you longevity. Mm. Um, yeah, just, just like the, you know, just, I, I, I'm interested in just timeless images and I always have been, that's like what got me into photography and that's what I like strive to make like an image that will like stand the test of time, you know, and it's interesting I don't know if you look at some photos you've made, like when you first made them, the feelings you initially had about them. And then like looking about at them, like three, five years later, 10 years later, and like seeing, is this image still relevant? Yeah. Like, I think that's really fascinating. Like what, what, what makes a timeless image? What, what image like doesn't have, doesn't age, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, so for, 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 me, for me, it's like staying away from like sort of staying away from the trends and just trusting, trusting your gut. Mm. Your gut. yeah definitely it's hard to do because like it's like this battle it's, it's like shit i need to make money to like pay my bills and then it's like oh but i want to do this artistic thing so it's like it really is like this battle of like i don't know patience and like it, it's like a it's a hard thing especially like i don't know how much like uh commercial work you do but like have you ever felt like a need to like create work that's going to like attract like commercial clients or what's your kind of take on that you think? Cause it is commercial editorial. I feel like it's just like two different things or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think, but I think, you know, uh, advertising people are more into more like art photography. I think yeah. they're actually more accepting of that. Mm. Um, it's kind of surprising me, but, but yeah, I do. I do for sure think to think of that. I, you know, that's the other thing. One of the new, next products I really want to do is something like more studio, mm. a little bit more like a little bit more formal, you know, with like studio, studio lights and just kind of uh, picking a group of people to photograph them in that way. Mm -hmm. Just to show people that show people that I can do that, that I'm not, I'm not only just a natural light kind of yeah. real people photographer I could, that I have that range. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it keeps, um, it, so it keeps it interesting. Yeah, so I think like I think uh, like advertising people they want to see they want to see that exact example. They want to know that you can work in the studio. They want to know that you can work on location. Mm. Sometimes, um, like w at least when I started, you know, in the past couple of years, like putting together these like um, these like pitch books and stuff like that, um, putting together decks. Mm -hmm. um, they you have to show the work like the very similar work to what you deliver for them. Yeah. You know, they want to be, they want to be sure that you can deliver what they want. Yeah. Definitely. And they, and they want you to, and they want, and they want you to prove that by, by showing that in your work, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. So to answer your question, I think, yes. Yeah, no, for sure. I do think about that. Yeah. That's what do you think about that? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it is. It is. Yeah. Cause I was, t I interviewed this, uh, our producer, Lisa or Apollo, she was at Digitas and she was just saying, it was interesting talking to her. Cause like she said, they want to know, they want to know exactly cause they're paying a bunch of money. They want to know exactly what they're going to get. They're like, yeah, we really like this one guy, but 
he didn't know how to like make natural light uh indoors like he didn't know how to mimic it so we couldn't really go with him like he had these great natural portraits outside but we needed someone that could like mimic it indoors with like artificial light so they ended up having to go with someone <laughs> that that's how like it got yeah, yeah it was yeah. It, it was just it's funny right yeah um it gives you it gives you it gives you a different perspective of how uh these people are viewing us you know mm-hmm yeah, cause yeah, they can't risk it because it's like the art producer, their job is like if they take the wrong chance with this photographer who can't do it, then their ass is on the line. So I understand it, but it is interesting to hear it, you know? No, yeah, they really want you to spell it out for them for sure. Mm. And uh, I guess to kind of like uh, wrap up, like you've been doing this for a while. Um, what kind of keeps you excited about photography and uh, any goals for your work moving forward? Yeah, just, you know, just continuing telling stories, you know, and making, and making positive images, you know, I think the world is like, <laughs> there's a lot of negativity out there. Yeah. So just kind of, you know, showing commonality, you know, stuff that's not so divisive, mm-hmm. you know, putting positive, putting positive images out there and, um, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, just telling stories. I think like, uh, yeah, and also for me, I want to, I want to start producing books, you know, that's like, that's like one of my short term goals mm. in the next few years. I want to, I want to do the Coney Island book. I want to do, um, the home seek book. Hell yeah. And, uh, and start working on some new stuff, you know, start working, um, taking some other chances and kind of, um, you know, mm. just broadening my vision and, and trying things that I, that I haven't done in the past, you know, just Hell. challenging myself. Hell yeah. Well, I like it, Mark. I can't wait to see it. And uh, for people listening, like, where's the best place to check out your work? Uh, my website, which I badly need to update, unfortunately, yeah. uh, is markhartmanphoto.com. And then my Instagram is just my name, Mark Hartman. And, uh, yeah, thanks. Cool. Thanks, I'll, I'll link it, and people can go check it out. And thanks so much. So there you have it. That was the Mark Hartman interview. I want to thank Mark so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. It was a real pleasure getting a chance to speak with him about all his work and the cool projects he's working on, like his Coney Island series. Um, Definitely go check out Mark's website where you can see more of his work. Uh, His website is markhartmanphoto.com, as well as his Instagram, at markhartman. I'll link it in the description. You can go check it out. And yeah, as always, I'll be having weekly podcasts on Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, as well as my website, alexgagnephoto.com and on my Instagram, at alexgagnephoto. Thanks so much for listening, and take care.